This is the Ad Hero Podcast, the podcast that reveals marketing tips, trends, and techniques by industry experts, insiders, and influencers. For years, AdSymbol has helped businesses develop and launch campaigns to amplify their message, establish authority, and earn their lion's share of the market. This podcast will help you design and supercharge your plan to make an impact with valuable lessons you can apply in your business today. To get more information or start now, visit adsymbol.com. That's A-D-S-E-M-B-L-E.com. Let's get started. Welcome to the Ad Hero Podcast. My name is Gino Giovanni along with Matthew Olivieri. And this is our year in review of 2019, where we're going over some things like pop culture, marketing, and we're going to finish off with some tidbits, what we think you need to do in order to enhance your business on the marketing side of it in 2020. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff that dropped this year. You know, first of all, Gino, I just want to say we've had a pretty, a pretty fun time on this Ad Hero podcast uh, launching it this year. Uh, we've had a number of guests on the show. A number of guests, yeah. A lot of great content has been shared, a lot of great thinking on marketing. Uh, but I, I don't know. My personal favorite part is just the banter at the beginning of the show. <laughs> Talking about Marvel, DC Universe, MCU, yep. uh, movies, all that good pop culture stuff. That's What about you? That's my favorite part. Yeah, I think it is too. Uh, I've also appreciated the insight the guests have given us. Uh, there's been some wow experiences over this last... Um, what six months or so since we've had the podcast? Sure. So and and oh and you know what? To you, the audience who have listened from all around the world, uh, we are grateful for that. Thank you very much, and we hope to grow this audience even more in 2020 as we got some things planned ahead. I'm doing a golf clap right now for those of you <laughs> listening. You can't see it, and the reason why I'm doing a golf clap is because we've had some audio issues in the past with, uh, you know, using extra auxiliary noise effects. <laughs> Didn't really come through so well. So we're learning here on the Ad Hero podcast as we grow, as we go. We're learning. Uh, did you have a favorite guest? Do I have a favorite? Uh, you know, uh, the uh, the uh, guest I think you brought on from the, the church, Gary. Gary, that's it. You know his insight. Well, okay, there was probably two favorites. His insight and of what ad symbol and the billboard advertising has helped get um, or helped his event out. And that was really insightful. And that was, we didn't tell him to say anything. He just said everything on his own. So I thought that that was great. And then uh, the second one was, I really had a good time with the people from, I believe it was uh, Cirque du Soleil. Right, Lou. Um, Lou. Lou, yeah, that, yeah. Was a, that was a good episode. That brought me back to Vegas. I love it. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> As I yep, used to work out there. Yep, some great times. Well, listen, uh, this is a year-end review show. 2019 is over. See ya. Goodbye. It's done. We're on to 2020. And the other thing I love about 2020 is obviously 2020 vision, right? Having a clear vision for your future. Uh, it's so important to, if you guys haven't, if you guys haven't ever written down your goals, just please take my advice. This really, really does work. Take a few moments over the break here before the clock strikes 12 on December 31st and actually write down your goals because 
you know, you want to improve. Everybody wants to improve, Everyone right? Everyone wants to improve. So if you want to do better in 2020 than what you did in 2019, it starts by manifesting in your mind what you want to improve. It could be your health, your friendships, your business, your, business. your marketing, your advertising, right? Uh, but, you know, getting those ideas out of your brain and onto a piece of paper, preferably somewhere where you can stick it and look at it every single day. I don't know, for, for me, refrigerator would probably be a go-to spot, right? <laughs> Just find myself uh, somehow in the kitchen looking in the fridge for something. Uh, but for a lot of other people out there, it might be at their desk, right, uh, by next to their computer. Bathroom mirror. There you go. That's a popular yeah. spot. Mm -hmm. Okay, so some of these, you know, it sounds a little bit cliche, right? You know, write down your stuff, stick it on a mirror. But legitimately, it really works because what you're actually doing is kind of committing to yourself, like, this is what I want to improve in the new year. And with 2019 coming to a close, I mean, it was a pretty awesome year for myself personally. Gino, how about you? Uh, how would you describe your 2019? There was a lot of accomplishments, a lot of leveling up. And, um, you know, I believe it just came to mind that I needed this year in order to get into next year because next year it's just going to be insane. Nice. So, so 2019 was kind of like a resetting year for you. Is that how you would describe yeah, it? Yeah, I, I would think so. Okay. I would think All right. so. And then, you know, sometimes that's important, right? To uh, a year of reflection, a year of clarity to, you know, get those goals lined up for the new year. Well, let's dive into a little bit deeper. Let's do a little bit deeper dive on specifically marketing and advertising, being yes. that this is the Ad Hero podcast. We've heard a lot of great content uh, so far this year from the guests that we've had on the show uh, in different strategies and methodologies, how these different organizations have marketed and advertised and promote their businesses. You know, earlier Gino mentioned that he, Gary, what, Gary Zelasco, uh, was a personal favorite episode of his. Gary, to kind of recap what he brought to the table, was the idea of a three-legged stool, right? The right mm -hmm. message, the right audience, and the right timing. So critical. Uh, Lou, if I recall correctly, with his uh, Circus Olay's brand new show that they were launching, he had to really get creative with partnerships, I recall. That's right. You know, partnerships with different types of things like maybe the WWE mm -hmm. or, you know, different avenues where that kind of a new fresh audience is going to be exposed to that other product. And then they can carefully kind of weave in, uh, you know, a, a promotional tag for Circus Olay show. Kind of like, you know, get that audience to be exposed to Circus Olay's new show and as a result of that, become interested to want to buy tickets. Yes. So, you know, when you're looking, uh, Gina, what would you say is a key takeaway? Look, I have an idea. This just popped in my head. Why don't we dissect it from three different levels? Just getting off the ground business, mm -hmm. right? We've heard stories uh, over the time here on the podcast of some people that are just getting their business started. That's right. So literally entrepreneurs just launching their product for the first time. And then you have your middle tier kind of SMB, right? Small, medium sized business. Yes. Someone that's maybe been around for, you know, five years, years, 10 years, yeah. 15 years. They have an, somewhat of an established customer base, you would think, after that long a time. Exactly. But maybe looking to get to the next level. And then behemoth, much, much bigger companies, enterprise companies, right? Let's look at big those, conglomerates. Let's look at those three different levels. So, Gino, what would you say would be a key? 
thing that a small business startup person just listening to this podcast, trying to get some ideas to power, fire power up their marketing and advertising, what would you say that they need to focus on in 2020? Uh, you know, th- this is a, um, that's a very good question. And I believe in, in the top of my head that I would focus on executing. Don't, too, don't spend too much time planning. Take your idea, get a core kind of plan together, what, would, what you think would work, or even if you don't think it would work, test it out and then execute because you won't know if it worked unless you try it. Now, would you say as one example, like if they were thinking about doing email marketing, like maybe using a program like MailChimp or something like that, mm-hmm. don't worry, if I'm understanding you correctly, don't worry if your email template is perfect, if the layout is flawless, graphically, all this stuff. Just get acquainted with an email program or an email blast software and just send something out. Start sending stuff out and start looking at the data. Is that right, kind of what right. you're alluding that's, to? That, that, that's, yeah, that's like kind of, yeah, because, I mean, obviously you don't want to come out looking sloppy. You want to have some sort of uh, framework to work off of. But I just wouldn't spend too much time planning. Because there, there has to be some execution, there has to be some sales going, there has to be some marketing for those leads in order for the sales to go. So you're going to have to go out and execute. There is a ton of money out there, there are a ton of jobs, there are a, lots and lots of business, lots and lots of hands to shake. Uh, this is a year to capitalize. And if you're not capitalizing on it now and you're an entrepreneur, I'm not sure what to tell you other than get moving. You got to right. move. Right. Got to move. So execution is key for the for the startup for the entrepreneur. Let me let me let's take it now to that medium sized business. Right. All right. Been around been around for a, a minute. Have a have a customer ba- established customer base, but really looking to grow to that next level. Okay. So they've dabbled in some stuff, emails, maybe some Google ads, maybe some billboard ads through open display you know, that kind of thing. But how can that middle tier size business, how can they kind of execute even better with a multitude of those things to take their business to the next level? What would you say on that? That, that, that person or that team needs to get out of their comfort zone. They need to exercise new options, invest back in their business on, on growth, um, making sure that it scales and, uh, and then go from there. Uh, I mean, I, I might be missing something, right? or, but, but, the, but the key thing is, is to get out of that comfort zone and try something different. Okay. So if you haven't done billboards before or if you haven't done programmatic you know, or email marketing then, and you think that it would work or you know that it would work, then you have to try it. Mm, yeah. So, so a business that's been around for a while and they've just kind of hung their hat on maybe Google AdWords. Right. And they know after many years about, of being in business, if they invest X dollars into Google Ads, they can get some number of leads and those leads will convert to a certain amount of sales. Right. What I hear you saying is challenge yourself. Keep that program running because it's going good for you right. and you're executing on it. Absolutely. But get out of your comfort zone and do something new you haven't thrown some money at before to see if it could if it could really you know bring in a, a, a huge amount of something new to the table. Double down, double down on your efforts, double down on yourself, double down on whatever you're pushing, 
Because if it's that great and it's working for you on, on these avenues that, you've, that have been working for you for the last year or two or more, then do something else in order to get to that level or else you will not grow. Nice. All right, and let's wrap this idea up with the enterprise business. Yeah. All right, now we're talking huge companies, probably more than, you know, at least a thousand employees. Uh, I mean, big, big companies, right? They're established. They probably move much slower than a startup, obviously, yeah. because there's just many more people involved in the decision-making process. Probably, arguably, set in their ways, in many capacities, what would you recommend uh, someone listening who's in a in a position to, to make some changes in an organization of that size? What would you recommend to that person that they challenge themselves to do in 2020 to, to grow that company forward? You know, they just might have to disrupt their process. <laughs> okay, um, okay. I like that. You know, like that. it's a it's it's low cliche. It's a little like kind of like, well, what do you mean? Um, I mean. There, I, I, uh, we have seen this in the corporate level and even as high up as our president, you know, of going in and kind of disrupting the status quo in order to get somewhere else, uh, in order for growth, for potential. So, like for business, for, for, for big conglomerates and, and, and businesses like that, um, if, if you're again like, oh, you know what. You don't want to forget your customer base and and probably invest back into those people to remind them that where you are, or no, I'm sorry, not where you are, but that we haven't forgotten you mm. or that they haven't forgotten them. Right. Uh, and then hopefully from there can uh, grow even more because if, if you're willing to rem- – like if I knew Ray Kroc – from like McDonald's or, or the other guys who started McDonald's and 20 years later, they still haven't forgotten me. I'm going to keep going mm. because I appreciate that. And then I'm going to tell a friend that, Hey, you probably want to check these, these people out. Like, don't forget your, your, um, your kind of low to the ground. Like people who've like been there from the beginning. Wow. Wow. That's really well said. And I can only imagine that, you know, as a company does become that size, and that hey, they have that much scale at work and money flowing in and new customers signing up, I could totally see how they might forget about that original customer base that trusted them, took a, took a chance on them when they were nobodies. So what a great point uh, by my man Gino here uh, to bring that up. So if you're listening and you're you're in a position of of uh, of authority in, in a size company of that magnitude. Yeah, that's that's a great tip right there, you know. So you see what you guys can do to uh, to bring back that original customer base and, and make sure that they feel the love. What basically, do you, what do you think from the from the from the person just starting out, from the small to mid size right. to the large? What would your recommendation? I mean, be? My, I'm going to tell you guys. I'm going to tell everyone right now. My my recommendations are are aligned with with what you just shared mm. to the T. Um, the only thing I want to add at the enterprise level is, and it, it kind of goes hand in hand with the uh, with the comment you made. I think it was for the mid- middle tier company, which is get out of your comfort zone. You know, you can have a lot of fun with marketing and advertising. Oh, so much fun. <laughs> it really is my favorite thing to work in because you have so, you get to use your imagination 
to dream up incredible ad campaigns. You know, we were just in the office the other day talking about the iconic 1984 Macintosh commercial. Great ad. Which, if I'm not mistaken, was directed by uh, the same director that did Gladiator. And uh, hmm. the names escape me right yeah, now. Yeah, names escape me too. Um, yeah. But it it was the same. Uh, maybe while we're talking, we can get a we can get a quick little uh, uh, Google search going on here. <laughs> Gladiator director. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Who was that? Uh, Gladiator director. Ridley Scott. Really, really, it was Ridley Scott. Yes. All the way back in 1983 or 84. Any listeners out there, if I'm incorrect on that, please feel free to give us a shout out. Uh, correct me if I believe it was Ridley Scott. But here's my point. My point is, Steve Jobs, visionary for obviously all things. Yeah. That doesn't have to be said. But specifically that commercial to launch a computer. I mean, back in the day... Computers were only for like science nerds inside laboratories, right? Like it wasn't for the average day person. But he made a commercial that showed everybody that a computer was actually for them. And so if you're, you know, to Gino's point, if you're a big organization and you're kind of resting on your laurels with some boring, let's just call a spade a spade, some boring (laughs) ad copy, some boring ad designs, not fun, not inspiring. You know, you can make any business. I don't care if you're selling computer chips or you're selling, you know, um, a fruit juice drink or whatever, right? You can make any product fun with the right kind of advertising marketing message. And so if you're a big company out there and you have the bandwidth, you have the resources to put a team out there to kind of survey the, your audience, survey your target customers, see what their interests are, and then make something that's relevant, right? We spent a lot of time on this show kind of rapping about pop culture, relevant things. We just taped an episode about Disney+. Plus. I was just going to talk about right? that. Right, right? So t- try tying in your advertising to relevant things that are happening out there. We live in such a world now where people want that instant gratification. If they see something on the news that's trending, they want to know that your brand's also talking about it. Okay, that's what I've observed more than anything in 2019. And I think that might be a perfect segue actually to kind of show uh, or explain what I've noticed in 2019. Hmm. What I've noticed in 2019 more than anything is a brand has to be instantly on a hot topic, especially Hmm. a topic that's relevant to their industry. Okay, let me give you a perfect example. Uh, who just won the World Series? The Washington Nationals, Washington Nationals won yeah. the World Series, okay? When the Washington Nationals won the World Series, your brand, whether you want to admit it or not, if you have a Twitter handle for your brand, you could easily, instantly jump on Twitter and give a shout-out to the Washington Nationals Twitter handle congratulating them on winning the World Series, all right? Now, anyone, let's just say your brand is a brand that makes computer chips, has nothing to do with computer chips. No. But it's a relevant, trending, talking item of the minute of the day. And people all over the world are talking about it. Okay? So you want to make sure that your brand has its two cents put in to say congratulations to the Washington Nationals. (laughs) And anyone who's a customer of yours will see that and they'll get a warm, fuzzy feeling because you as a brand 
are chiming in on the fact of something that's trending and is an interesting topic for people, okay? Now, this goes back to a very famous book uh, that I personally loved called uh, Jab, 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 Right Hook yes. by Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, and, you know, that would be an example of a jab. It has nothing to do with selling your product. It just makes you human. It makes your brand human is probably a better way to say that, right? Uh, and then people can connect with that. And then, boom, the next day you can hit them with a right hook where you're like, hey, today we're having a fire sale on our fire, on our computer chips. Buy, buy one, get one free. Okay? But if all you do is come out with the buy one, get one free, people get bored of that, right? People get annoyed by that. They're like, oh, God, all these guys are doing is selling me something. Yeah. Okay? So more than anything, in 2019, I have noticed – that a brand must take the form of a human kind of element and and communicate about stuff. Yeah, no AI. No AI. Like, use it yourself. Have someone on your team or a team of people monitor your brand's communication channels. I'm talking about Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, you know, you name it, right? LinkedIn. LinkedIn. And be active every day with a trending topic. Do you have a... Difference of opinion, or no, would you say no, that no, that no. is spot on? Uh, what you noticed in 2019? I mean, I never used Twitter so much until this year, and it was exactly what you were doing. It was hitting up companies every day with those jabs, and a lot of them respond. And it and and, and you know they have people. If, if if you don't know this, and and you're and you're trying to stir up business or or, or get your brand out. You might want to look into Twitter or you might want to look into LinkedIn where you could actually get a hold of somebody in a business that you're trying to get a hold of. And more than likely, and uh, on, on my take, they will get back to you. They will get back to you. Even Instagram, same thing. They will get back to you. And, and if, you, if you play it good enough and you're not trying to sell, then you might just get some, either some inside intel or you might get the next level up of person that you need to speak to in order to get to where you need to go. And, you know, what's, what's interesting is literally this podcast was born out of the idea that our brand, AdSymbol, need, needs to have a more community element to it. So the Ad Hero podcast, by its nature, gives us an avenue where we can discuss trending topics, have some fun with some banter about pop culture or whatnot. But it also gives us an ability to connect with our customers, potential customers, the, the community as a whole, even someone who's not even considering doing billboard advertising right now. We can still reach out to them and get them on the podcast and hear ideas from there and do a mind share. Right. There's a lot of really cool elements around that. So, again, you know, don't be scared to try something new in 2020. Um, you have to take your brand to the next level where you're interacting with people. You cannot only show up when you have a sale and expect people to open up their wallet and start spending money. Right. You need to show up every day communicating with the community and inserting yourself into conversations when relevant as best as possible. And in a fun, lighthearted manner. And that will show your customer base that you're a great brand. And and if they if your customer base sees you as a great brand, they're gonna wanna stay connected to you, they're gonna wanna stay partnered with you, they're gonna wanna continue to spend money with you. And I think that's the bottom line. Mm. So did you have anything else to add on that, Gino? No, I, I, you know, it's just that uh, you're you're absolutely right. And, it, and to take it back to Gary V, uh, you know, it, it's a lot of people should be doing this who are in the marketing position, but a lot of people don't, uh, even, even salespeople do, which is 
going out to so social media and actually contacting about 80 different people that you wouldn't have normally contacted in the market that you want, and you give them your two cents. It's called the uh, the 160 rule, or, or or maybe it's called the 190 rule. Um, but it's uh, or actually it's the 190 rule. And um, anyway, yeah, you give so many people your two cents every day, and eventually those people or some of those people, kind of like a sales funnel, will come back to you, and then you can do business with. Outreach. So, so let's. We got just a few more minutes left here on this uh, 2019 wrap episode before we wrap it up ourselves. And I was just thinking, why don't we have a little bit of fun um, and, and kind of end the episode and the year uh, the way we kind of started it with some banter okay. on some pop, pop culture. I love so, that. Uh, a lot of things have dropped this year, uh, movie-wise, television, television series shows, stuff like that. Fun topic for us over here at the Ad Hero Podcast is the MCU, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. We're huge Marvel comic fans, and, and uh, we just like to you know banter about all that. But Disney Plus, we did a whole episode on that recently, that talked about that and the marketing of that. But I'm curious to know from you, Gino, out of all the things that dropped this year, I'm talking. Oh, this is a good, good question right here. <laughs> uh, Netflix series. Movies. Okay. We had the we had the Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. Yes. We've had a uh, new series. We've had oh my gosh, of course, the Avengers and Game. Oh, biggest movie of all time. Though. Of all the stuff that's dropped this year, Mandalorian just yeah, came out. Beautiful show. What is there one for 2019 that takes the cake for you? Uh, you know, it's it. Are we just talking shows? And nope, nope. It's no. anything, anything and everything. It's, it's all media, all pop culture. It's there one thing that takes the cake. It's well, it, that's a tough one because it, it, it's, <laughs> I, you know, Avengers Endgame had so much uh, uh, dialogue online, including on on Google. I think it's like the most Googled thing like ever. Wow. Yeah, I just heard yesterday. Interesting. Yeah, it is blown out. You know, and. People still talk about it. They still talk about the snap. Um, I might go out on a limb, though, and go just even further and say Disney Plus okay. and how Disney Plus, how we talked about earlier, how here's a big conglomerate, and they still haven't forgotten their, their, their roots. And you can go back there and go all the way to Steamboat Willie, like all these old cartoons. Mm. Um, and it's like, wow, like here's stuff from like the Disney vault that I never thought would be released. And you went above and beyond and put stuff in 4K and Adobe Digital as well. So you're making the experience um, not only fun and accessible with all these different titles, including stuff from the 21st uh, or the 20th Century Fox properties, but you're also um, enhancing it and, and, and making the quality so much better than Probably, in my opinion, most of the other apps that have similar functions. So, um, and 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 we all know now that that Disney Plus is going to give someone like a Netflix a run for their money in the next ten to twenty years. <laughs> right. I, I I have to agree. You know, I before Disney Plus came out, I would have easily said hands down that the event of 2019 was Avengers Endgame. Yes. Yeah, by far. By far, without a doubt. I mean, we talked about it so many times. Just 
from start to finish. Loved the entire film. Loved the entire series of films. Could watch Great marketing, too. Amazing marketing. When Disney Plus came out, it was like mic drop. Right? And, and if you think about it, Disney as a whole in 2019 just totally crushed it. They opened up a brand new theme park all based around Star Wars, right? In both of the in both uh, Orlando and out here on the West Coast That's in, right. in uh, Disneyland. So not only did they open up two entirely brand new theme parks around Star Wars, they they come out beautifully, beautifully executed launch Disney Plus. Yes. With the Mandalorian, with all this classic old school content that we rant and raved about, even new movies too, and new movies, new content. And the the irony is, Avengers Endgame is under the umbrella of Disney. <laughs> so even if you were gonna say you love the Avengers Endgame as the event of 2019, Disney still gets credit for that too. <laughs> they do. I mean, they had like the most movies that dropped right. um, uh, uh, with over or making over a, a billion dollars. Right. Uh, they are on fire now. Granted, you know, it's kind of debatable with the new Star Wars movies, uh, but that's a different topic. Right. However, um, what a what what Bob Iger has done since taking over the reins uh, since the last CEO and just elevated this company to kind of like how the uh, company started. Like, hey, this is something for family. This is something for fun. And you know what? We're going to also, besides remembering our roots, we're also going to take it in this other di uh, direction by adding all this other stuff. Well, and that's an interesting point because Bob Iger is no longer the CEO of Disney, if I'm not mistaken. I think really? He's, I, think he's, I think he's out now. I, or, or he's uh, in his final term. Well, he's got a master class now. Right, 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 right. You know, on this show, we like to just uh, check things on the fly here. Let's just do a quick little, quick little search here. Um, who is the chairman? Oh no, I stand corrected. Sorry, listening right. audience. He is still currently. Yeah, I was gonna say that would have been you huge know, news. Wait a minute. You know, though, <laughs> I know why. I know why I said that because right. I remember hearing on CNBC not too long ago that they're starting the search oh. for his replacement. They're starting the search for his placement. He is going to be yeah. retiring in the near future. Ah, That's what it was. Okay. Forgive me. Forgive me. He's going to be retiring in the near future, and they're starting a search for his replacement. But yes, to that Gino's point, he 100% gets credit for how all of this was executed, and, and it, it, it's awesome, man. So, you know, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a stock expert per se. <laughs> But shares of Disney right now would probably be a good thing to pick up for oh, your portfolio. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Might I, be I a good so. thing to Blue pick chip. up for your portfolio. Well, it, it's, it's funny you say that. There's actually been a lot of people who have been the heads who have actually moved up, including our, uh, our own Kevin Feige. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right, right, right. Uh, well, you know what, guys? Uh, we're at the 30-minute mark here, so... We're going to put a wrap on uh, this episode and, and 2000, uh, yeah, Bo, <laughs> on this episode and 2019 as a whole. Uh, we really love to hear from you. If you've enjoyed the Ad Hero podcast, reach out to us on any number of ways Twitter, Instagram, our Facebook pages, uh, you know, search Ad Symbol uh, or search Ad Hero podcast. You know, we want to hear what do you guys want to hear in 2020? We're looking for feedback. We're looking to grow the show, make the show even better than it was in 2019. Uh, like Gino alluded to, we got a bunch of cool stuff already in mind. 
for 2020, but we want your feedback. So give us a shout. Leave us some uh, comments. Uh, let us know what you guys want to hear. If there's a special guest you want on the show, tell us who that guest is. We'll do our best to see if we can wrangle them in. But uh, Iger. <laughs> yeah, Bob Iger. So I can apologize to him for saying he is no longer the uh, CEO of Disney. Grossly misstated there. Can I say one thing real quick? You may. Okay. Do if, it. If, if you're trying to grow your business and you're not sure what to do, especially when it comes to out-of-home advertising, like billboards, for example, don't be afraid to ask us. We're the ad hero. Get a hold of us. We'll walk you through it. It's not, not a problem. Just get a hold of us, and let's talk. <laughs> nice. Well said. Well said. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Uh, we hope you guys have enjoyed the show. Have a great rest of the remaining days of 2019 and onward and upward to 2020. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Yes, sir. So for the Ad Hero Podcast, this is Matthew Olivieri signing off along with Gino Giovanni. All right, everyone. Peace out. Want to advertise big and build massive brand authority at the same time? It's easier than you think. Open Display by AdSymbol lets you advertise on digital billboards nationwide. Just go to OpenDisplay.com for a free account to get started.